dum 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 ba dum 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 ba dum 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 yup sports are dumb dum 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 welcome to sports are dumb the show where we try to solve sports with a very lackluster amount of effort i'm joey i'm sean we're still working on that tagline because i think some shows some shows were like savants we have just a perfectly well-oiled machine of a plan is it two parts and rec like intro or is it too similar to our former podcast that folks should check out I don't think so. I think oh, they okay. should. Parks and Rec. And and now they've done Parks and Recollection, where it's Rob Lowe and I believe Alan Yang, mouse rat bassist slash writer-director. Alan Yang joins Rob Lowe. And then they'll have different guests on. It's very Office Ladies-esque, where it's the two of them, but then you, you get a lot of other characters into the show as well. And they, you know, they do have the advantage of having been there but they have the disadvantage of not actually working in Parks and Rec and not having wonderful beverages. I want a beverage right now, but no. Well, Sean, if you had a beverage, I bet I would, you'd probably just it. chuck it. Oh, no. oh, you'd keep it. Because <laughs> that's dumb. All right. All right. The Stanley Cup finals are going on at this point in time. Uh, me being the Dallas fan, the Dallas Stars were eliminate, uh, eliminated from the Western Conference Finals in six. They were down 3-0. They tried to fight back, but I mean, it's hard to win three, much less four games in a row. So, uh, But on uh, the Dallas Stars fans, on Tuesday, May 23rd, which just happens to be my birthday, they uh, it was game three. Yeah, game three. And uh, the stars went down early. Jamie Ben, stars captain, <laughs> got kicked out the game a minute and a half in because he th- decided to tr- cross check a guy. I think it was Mark Stone in the face while he was laying on the ground. And he and Jamie Jamie after the game called it an unfortunate play. What? That was the you what? <laughs> you had to put your stick through his chin. While he was laying, that's not what I'm upset about. That's not that's dumb, but that's for a different day. My beef is with it was the end of the either it was one of the intermissions. Twenty seconds to go, and the refs have to stop the game and just go to intermission. Why? Because my fellow Dallas Stars fans decided we're mad. We're losing three to nothing. Let's throw things on the ice. And so beer cans raining from the American Airlines Center onto the ice. And it's just a bad look. I'm like, why do I root for this team? Why does this why is this my fan base? Why am I a representative amongst uh every and I didn't so I knew the stars were down early. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna let them ruin my birthday. I'm gonna play some Zelda. A few minutes later, I get a FaceTime from my cousin and uncle, I'm like Sean. We're not calling wish you happy birthday. We're calling it <laughs> to say, why why are you a fan of hockey? I'm like the only one in my family that likes hockey. Uh, and so they decided to go to this playoff, their first ever Stars game. Like, Sean, they're throwing stuff on the ice. And they had to end the period early. 
I'm like, what? What's going on? And so I, after I get off the phone with them, I look it up. I'm like, well, this is embarrassing. We don't win, deserve anything. We don't deserve to go to the next round. We don't deserve to go to the finals. Why? Because we're stupid. We're throwing stuff on the end. What's the point? You paid money just to throw it out there, and it's not just for hockey. It happens in soccer. Uh, famously, it happens in Buffalo. <laughs> During Bill's <laughs> game, they will throw dildos, but that's comical. No, because <laughs> those it's hard to throw stuff on the field. You can only make it to like the corner of the uh, end zone at most. You're probably just throwing it to where the photographers are, but uh, that's for, that's a different subject. It's, it wasn't even a hat trick. You you can throw your hat on the ice willingly, and it's welcomed during a hat trick. But no, we're showing our uh, dysfunction. Our what's the word I'm looking for? Dis dissatisfaction by throwing bear cans on the ice, and now we're getting reprimanded, and now it's a bad look for the whole city. Yeah, I think especially beer bottles. Probably the worst thing you can throw. Those hurt. Yeah, those hurt. I I was hit by a full can of beer and it hurt. Yeah. During a show, a guy threw it, tried to tell me someone else threw it. And then multiple people who actually saw him throw it were like, no, he totally threw it. Would not recommend it. It was a real shitty guy that used to be around and is now, I believe, on the lamb because he stole money. Uh, from a benefit show. So on if you're la- out there listening, don't be a piece of shit. <laughs> What's on the lamb? Like he's running away. He's like currently MIA. I oh. don't know if he's been found. He skipped town. So he's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lamb is L-A-M, not like a Baba Black Sheep situation where he's riding <laughs> oh, a lamb. So everybody. So if he, you or any of your bandmates or any of your uh, fellow bands see this guy, y'all will like jump him. Oh like yes. if y'all if y'all were all together, yeah. I I don't condone <laughs> violence, but I feel like if you do terrible things as a human being, like oh. we can at least break a kneecap or something like that. Oh fun. okay. <laughs> Tony Soprano. I never watched Sopranos. Did they did they break kneecaps on that show? I don't know. I, th- I think they did just about everything on that show. My uh, <laughs> my personal favorite death because I think towards the later <laughs> season, especially they my personal favorite. Death. Yeah, they they have. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing with Six Feet Under. Like you, okay. you each have your favorite deaths because <laughs> every episode of that show, and this is not a spoiler if you've not seen it, the show is about a family that runs a funeral home. And so every episode oh, starts, so starts with has, a death. Yeah. And then that storyline is kind of weaved into the different episodes. And there's a, there's a lot of good ones on that show as well, but my favorite Sopranos death. And I, I'm going to preface this that I, for some reason have seen a lot of the death scenes of Sopranos, but I've not seen the entire show. So I'm, I honestly well, I don't. You e- finished it. Oh, okay. No, only the yeah. first two seasons. Uh, so I mm-hmm. don't even know who this is. And in case, I mean, because this is a spoiler, I I'm not going to say who it is, even if I did know, because I don't. I don't spoil know. People. But <laughs> he's at a gas station and somehow gets knocked to the ground. I don't remember if he's like shot or or choked out or just like knocked over or whatever. And then his car gets hit into neutral. And just rolls over his head and like pops oh! him off <laughs> while, oh, while his wife and I believe child are in the the wife's in the front seat, the child's in the back seat, and so. Um, but just what a, I mean, what are the the odds of it? Like a lot had to happen, but <laughs> great. Don't times. mess with the wrong people. Don't throw things on the ice, or you'll get hit. Yeah, just don't don't throw things. But I I did want to ask because you mentioned this how some the bills. <laughs> 
<laughs> being comical, but then there's also traditions in hockey, like the Detroit Red Wings throwing dead uh, squids or octopus, yeah, yeah, onto the ice rink. Which look to this up. It goes back to the 1952 playoffs, which means you have to hold it. Oh, the legend. Yeah, you have to hold it all game. The legend, though, is that back in 1952, you only had to win two best of seven series to win a Stanley Cup, and so they believed that the octopus having eight tentacles, eight arms, they represented the eight wins that you needed. Oh. That's why there's an octopus. It doesn't make sense now because you need to win a lot more yeah. than eight games. So maybe just two octopus is. Yeah, um, maybe. Yeah, you got to win 16. So you got the two octopus. That's gross. But how, how wild is that in 1995, like this, this practice has continued, but in 1995, Fans threw 36 octopuses, including one that weighed 38 pounds. So you had to, uh, like, the heave it over the boards. Insanity. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the most bananas thing I've seen. And I, I'm curious because, obviously, like a beer bottle, like, that's shitty to throw. Yeah. But would you rather be hit by flying beer or by a flying octopus? I guess the octopus is less painful, but you'll feel icky for the rest of your life. Yeah, like, and <laughs> what if the octopus hits your face and then latches on? Because they're not, dead, right? Don't octopus like survive a little bit after they're dead? What if they're waiting the whole game and then finally kill it and then throw it? <laughs> oh, no. And it's still, it's tentacles. Or oh! It's like one of those uh, car dealership balloons just waving around, wraps around you. That's my biggest fear. What's, I think the Panthers, the Florida Panthers, the hockey team, in 1996, didn't they throw like rats on the ice? I, I believe so. Yes, I think there's yeah. been. It's it does seem like fish and uh, vermin are the predominant Ugh. sort of things. The Nashville Predators throw catfish Ugh. onto the ice, which also, yeah, also not great. Um, I believe uh, the Oilers, um, at least for one playoffs, I've got a list of different <laughs> different things here. The Oilers fans through steaks um, because a radio host suggested they throw Alberta beef onto the oh, ice. So fans okay. threw some steaks. They said that uh, the San Jose sharks have thrown leopard sharks. Uh, why? Like what if the team doesn't play well? What if they score no goals? And so you're just sitting there with the shark in your pants. Like you, you take it back home, you bring it the next game. What do you do? I, I don't know. Do you just eat it? Like a shark? I'd say among the worst foods I've ever had before was shark. Ugh. I had it in Iceland once, and it was literally just a, I got to try this. <laughs> I need to know how this is. And it was not great. I'm trying to find, it's in there like a uh, a college basketball game where like at a certain time or at a certain point, like it's completely silent. And then oh, yes, yes, yes. They hit, they, do they throw things or do they rush the... I can't remember, but like it's all quiet, and then a, a number of points is scored, and like the refs and the players have to like sprint out of there because here comes everybody and all the things. But I can't remember which game that is. Taylor University, where the fans remain silent until the tenth point is scored. Oh, okay. And I, yeah, I think they just rush the court. Oh, um, they don't throw anything. Okay. Because the a media timeout is issued, so they're not they're not given a technical foul. It's just rush the court. <laughs> what it's, if it's say it's the game's not on TV? <laughs> Media time. <laughs> well, Sean, you know what we could do? I'm going to be real honest. I don't know where Taylor University is. 
um but we can uh we can figure it out where it is and their silent night game already on the calendar december 8th 2023 (laughs) i wonder if we could take a little bit of a road trip look at all these people all right, we'll, we'll post I do like link. how the, uh, the main person in this picture, yeah, we'll post a link to The Silent Night. I think that would be a good on-the-road podcast idea. But I like how the main focus of this picture is a human being with no shoes on wearing an <laughs> eagle head <laughs> with Minecraft characters behind him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't, yeah, I, I don't even know. I've never, I don't even know the name of the school. Taylor no, Upland, Indiana. Oh my God, Indiana in December. No, no wonder. Sure. They're silent because they're thawing from being. But outside. they get all these costumes. Anyways, this isn't. I thought they were throwing things on on the court, but no, they are dressed, and it is a costume party. Just a rage. Did you ever rush a court in your college career? No, because you know Texas. They're like we're too, we're too good to rush the field, or we're too. We don't do that here type of attitude. So, no, to answer your question. I like it. We uh, did not have that at Miami. We were not. <laughs> or they were not good. I at least played basketball with a couple of them. So I can. I feel slightly better saying we, but I still hated that I just said we. We? I was making a joke very drunk at the uh, Texas versus Alabama football game last year. Uh, that you know, Alabama ranked number one. Texas has been bad and feels bad for the past, past decade <laughs> uh, or more. Uh, it's really been like fifteen years. Anyways, uh, they uh, I was you know on Facebook saying you know I mean, we're sitting in at the very top of the stadium. Like, how long is it going to take for me to get down to the field <laughs> once we win this game? We lost. At the end, <laughs> but, but it would have. I think that would have been the first time uh, Texas rushed the field if they would have allowed us. Uh, had we beat Alabama this past year, I also had a a moment like that with Miami and Duke, where we had come after an intramural game and caught the second half. And that game, Miami was winning by a lot the entire time. Then Duke was just like, "Oh wait, we're I don't know a top five team, whatever they were." The John Shire. Uh, I believe was a senior year, perhaps a junior. I don't know. But they just started making a lot of threes. They're like, wait, we we are much better than this Miami team. And the game ended with Duke making a half-court three to lose by one. But it's still kind of a weird thing of like, hey, they just made a shot, but we're still going to rush the court. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we were like, also, yeah, just way so up high. We were like, by the time we got down there, they'd be kicking people off. Um, So my closest thing to rushing the court was the final senior uh, year football game. One of my broadcasting buddies and I were there for, I don't even remember if we were broadcasting the game or if we were just covering it for like newspaper or radio or whatever. And uh, somehow made our way down to the field and we were like, Hey, you want to race each other? Like 50, hundred yard dash. I can't remember. I think we did like the entire length of the field, just like right down the sideline and no one said anything. <laughs> like, no one stopped us. We just had our little credentials. So people were like, mm, I'm not sure why these guys in polos and khaki pants are sprinting down the sideline, but they must need to tell a play or something. <laughs> so that's the closest I've gotten to rushing the field. And uh, concurrently, or not concurrently, but like shortly after that, Miami got a pick six. So pick six. We, we were kind of running down the sideline alongside <laughs> that happening. It was a great time. 
I also feel like I'm too old to rush the field now. Like, there's videos of people rushing yeah. the field and like, like they don't make it <laughs> over the <laughs> last whatever the last barricade is, and they just you know they just disappear as they fall down. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna leave that to the kids because uh, they they'll get up and wipe wipe themselves off. If that happens, there was a <laughs> great clip. To me, I'm, I'm trying to remember if it's it might have been from San Diego State. I. Uh, because this is also a, a variant of rushing the court is when your team's playing not in your home arena and you go to watch the game from the arena yeah. and then rush the court. <laughs> and I think I think this was the San Diego State when they beat FAU on the buzzer beater. And someone took a video of like San Diego State fans celebrating within their arena and everyone starts rushing the court. And there's one guy who's just like hands in his pockets, like walking down the steps. And he kind of looks around like, Oh, I guess we're doing this. Okay. And like, it's the yeah. most casual stroll onto the court while everyone around him is like, high five. not even here. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that would probably be my, if I did rush a court, which I agree. <laughs> I feel like that's that time ended in college for me, yeah. but I'd be very just kind of like casually, like everyone's like leaping over barricades. I'd be like, is there a, a gate I can like yeah. <laughs> just open? <laughs> Some more stairs, please. Like, <laughs> I don't want to make this. I'll, t- I'll take the long route if it means I don't have to pull my quad magical. So yes, don't throw things. I think it's the Don't moral. throw things. Like Eagles fans throwing batteries on years ago. Like don't do that. Like why? why? Show your displeasure in other ways by driving home and going on twitter and all caps typing (laughs) yeah there's uh, something else or just yell go have a rage room ready at home and just go mess with that don't throw stuff on they're playing for our entertainment have you been to one of those rage rooms no i don't have that much rage in me i don't either but i feel like it would be fun i feel like i wouldn't even rage i would just like I'd be like stinging Call Me Maybe or something while I'm just <laughs> knocking over a vase. I'd be very hesitant. Like if I, I get like a big hammer and like swing it as hard as you can, I would not swing it as hard as I can because I'd be too scared to swing as hard as I can. What if I throw out my shoulder or what if I break something, but like uh, it like bounces back and it just hits me? Like what? Like I'm too scared to do anything. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is going to be such a niche reference, but if any sister, sister fans are listening they have like four different bits throughout the series where one small thing happens like they're at a grocery store and someone pulls an apple from like the bottom of a stack of apples and then all the apples fall and then he's slipping down the entire aisle like on these (laughs) apples like crashes into someone else who's like hanging up a sign and then they swing across the entire grocery store and knock over like multiple aisles of things and i'm just like that Surely would never happen in real life, but I love <laughs> the overreaction that, to it. Was that Roger? Was that him? Do, no, it's usually just all extras. Oh. <laughs> it was just like the background. I don't think it was ever a main character was involved. It would be like Lisa. I definitely remember in the grocery store, it was like Lisa was dating Terrence. Was that his name? The other guy? Who it's was, been a while. Yeah. And he, uh, you know, they're both kind of like flirting or whatever and then they like walk off screen and then someone else is like watching and like pulls an apple and then that starts the the chaos going on i don't know if i've mentioned this sean but while i was in prague they have a museum of steel figures it's basically just all these pop culture icons with like made from recycled metals and steels and stuff so they have like all the minions they have multiple star wars characters the simpsons 
all these action heroes, all kinds of fun stuff. And I had gone through most of the museum and then learned that some of the characters, you can take items that they have and like play around with them. So in the Star Wars section, someone's holding, I think like Chewbacca maybe is holding a lightsaber. So you can pull it out and be, you know, your metal lightsaber throwing around. The reason I bring this up is Thor was there, had a hammer. So I thought I'll make a fun little video of me swinging this hammer like a baseball bat. When I brought the hammer up, hit myself in the head. Oh, (laughs) no. And it was very painful. And I feel like that would happen in the escape room. (laughs) As well, so I, I empathize with your fears. No escape rooms. Okay, we're not doing that. We're just gonna go home and scream in a pillow like I did when uh, the Mavericks lost to the Spurs in two thousand three in the Western Conference Final. <laughs> I love it, and then you're just you're right there. You're one step away from just ending it all with the... ending it all. <laughs> just keeping my face, my nose, and my mouth in the pillow. No, there's still next season. There's always next season. You don't need to throw things on the ice. Stars fans. Yes. It's like, you know how they, I, I heard this from a Cubs reporter or something like 20 years ago, pre when they won the World Series. But you know how they're always like the magic number to like win the division or clinch the conference or whatever. It's like your magic number is four. Yeah. For both the Mavericks and the Stars, their magic number is 2024. Hmm. Hmm. Sean is laughing uproariously, but he's moved away. No, he's not. From where no, the microphone not. is. There it is. Now it's picking it up. Sean, we always like to end with a sports cliche. And since the NBA Finals are going on right now, we haven't really discussed the NBA Finals, but we'll, we'll get to that in the future. We got time. We got time. They're airing on ABC slash ESPN, which means we get the Mike Breen, Jeff Van Gundy, Mark Jackson trio. Yes. And... We will hear all kinds of similar things. All of them have their own bits and catchphrases. Like Mike Green, Louis, like Bang is obviously. Puts it in! A great one. Jeff Van Gundy is usually just complaining about something for 18 minutes. My favorite from this playoff is when someone will roll the ball in and then the other player is just like standing by it while it's almost come to a complete stop. And Jeff Van Gundy just goes, can you pick up the ball? <laughs> and it delights me. Mark Jackson, though, the worst. He has all of his malapropisms. I don't think that's the right usage of that word, but hand down, man down, mama, there goes that man. Yeah. But I think my favorite one is just when they're watching a foul that someone has argued and then they show the replay. He just goes, That's clearly a foul. <laughs> and then it's just silence for several, <laughs> several seconds as they go back to talking about how it was better in the 90s. I hope they don't go back to coaching because I, I very enjoy, very much enjoy Mike Breen, Mark Jackson, Jeff Van Gunny uh, as a trio calling games. That they've, they, it's a, it's a, a pleasure to hear the three of them. You know, it's a big game when you got those three. I like Richard Jefferson too, because he <laughs> he'll just openly say, like, "Oh, that ref blew that call," or like, "This player is secretly <laughs> trying to." choke the game i don't know he does it better than that and then sometimes Richard he becomes Jefferson. a ref yeah it becomes he goes from calling the game to ref in the game to playing in the game like all right those are all-star games though celebrity all-star games do that. well i think the moral of the story is that if you have to throw anything throw shade because that can't physically hurt people 
my heart. Sports are done. <laughs> <laughs>